Hello everyone, my name is Amanda Ostrander. I am a teacher turned homeschool mom and this is the Raising A to Z homeschool podcast. And today we're gonna talk about homeschooling in French. I don't know if you've tried to homeschool in French, if you are trying to do French as a second language, if you're trying to do fully French, if you're francophone and wanting to teach your kids fully in French. Um, if you have tried to do any French in your homeschooling, you will immediately realize how incredibly difficult it is. It is not easy. It is probably one of the biggest frustrations for Canadian homeschoolers is the French aspect of homeschooling. So this week I'm gonna talk all about how we can handle teaching French in our homeschooling. And I wanna take a quick second and thank this week's sponsor, which is Chalkboard Publishing and their Teach program. A little bit more about them coming up soon. Before we can even get into what to use, we need to figure out why homeschooling in French is so hard. And I think we need to understand it so that we can understand why we're having a hard time. Because it's not us as parents, it is not like it is not in innately our problem. It is a whole, there's a whole bunch of factors that play into this. One of the biggest, biggest issues when it comes to homeschooling in French is the huge lack of curriculum and a lack of like complete curriculum. So there's lots of curriculum for English and math and science and history and social, like there's lots of options out there. But when it comes to French curriculum, like learning how to read or write in French, or even handling other subjects in French, there's just not as many options. One, it's gonna be a population thing. There's not as many French Canadian um, people out there. But the bigger reason we don't have a ton of French Canadian curriculum or just French curriculum in general is that French people are very strict when it comes to homeschooling. And as a result, they're not very innovative in their homeschooling curriculum. What do I mean by that? Quebec, which is the French province, in case you didn't know that, uh, where they should be the ones pumping out and creating the French curriculum. Like that's literally your whole stance in life, essentially as a province is that you are French and you believe you should remain French. But as a result of their strict homeschool laws, because they have some of the strictest homeschool laws in the country, and the most restrictive homeschool laws in the country, they're not a super innovative province in terms of creating French homeschooling curriculum. So because they are really not making a lot of their own curriculum and because they're not making it, they're not selling it, the rest of us don't really have many options. And this applies not only to Quebec, but it also applies to France, where homeschooling is almost illegal. Like it is almost, it's very, very difficult to homeschool your kids in France. So again, they're not really pumping out homeschool curriculums, curriculums that are made for parents to purchase and to like use in their home. It's just not being produced. And so that is one of the biggest issues that we're facing is that there is just not a lot of curriculum companies out there because the French companies are not really concerned with homeschoolers. Their bigger market is actually French schools. And so their products are usually so highly priced because they're for publicly funded schools that it's just almost impossible for homeschoolers to afford them or to even find them. And many of them don't even sell to publics, to homeschoolers. Like you just, they won't allow you. They will only sell to licensed schools. So, that makes finding curriculum so much trickier because there is just significantly more limited options when it comes to curriculums. Um, the other thing that makes homeschooling in French difficult is that French is not 
especially French as a second language, is not a very kid-friendly language. And what I mean by that is they, in France and in the French community, they are very strict on learning um, proper French, and proper French is very complicated. So whereas like in English, we often, for example, simplify things. Actually, I'll use this book. The Shaniki Fede through. This is an Eric Carle book. So here we say, um, in, in So in English, you would say, if you were simplifying it, you would, as a kid's book, you would say things like, the little caterpillar came out of the egg. Here is not little, it's not petit, it's minuscule, which would be like minuscule, which is not typically a word that you would see in a book made for toddlers. Croc is another word in here. A croc, instead of saying en mange, un prend boucher, or like much simpler words, they go with more complicated words. Because one of the things with French is that they're very big on doing like following proper grammar. And so as a person who is trying to teach your kids that, it's a much more complicated thing. And just even finding kids books, sometimes we're reading as like a French Canadian family, we read books and we're like, we don't even know these words because they're not kid friendly words. That is a struggle for a lot of parents, especially if you are like me, because the French Canadian side is really my husband. Um, I have a little bit of French from elementary school, but like I, I like I can read a little bit, I can write a little bit, but after a certain level, I can't do it. And picking up a children's book, like when I pick up a toddler's book, I don't think I should have to find a dictionary to translate it. Um, but this is a very common thing that happens when we're reading picture books and stuff as, as homeschoolers. So it's not the most children-friendly language, unfortunately. Um, and then something that just adds another layer of difficulty, which happens in most languages, but French is just, it's, it's a little fun. It's a little unique in the sense that it has so many cultural and geographic differences. And even that's just even within the same country, like Quebec French and Northern Ontario French are very, very different. And they're both very different from like Acadian French. And those are very different from France French. And that just make, can just add to another level of confusion. And it's, it's sometimes really frustrating. For example, my mother-in-law, she is, from Southern Ontario, like Windsor area. And so when she speaks, often like we understand her, but every now and then she pulls out words. I'm like, I have never heard that word in my life or I've never used that word in that type of sentence. What are you talking about? And so she was like pulling out the word, she's pulled out the word, um, un vu. And I'm like, oh, what? She's like, oh, nous allons au vu. I'm like, what's a vu? She's like, Amanda. And I was like, I don't know. And she's talking about the movies, going to the movies. And I was like, that's that's not a word that I've ever heard in my life. The other day, and then a few few months ago, she pulled out the word uh, pupra. Pupra? Pupra. And I was like, what is that? She's like, what's... Man, I've taught this. Because that's another fun fact. My uh, mother-in-law was my teacher in elementary school. She taught uh, like French and... Uh, art, art, art and music in French all the way through my elementary school years. So she's like, I taught you this. And I was like, you definitely did not. 
I can guarantee that if you walked around saying pupra, the kids would have had a laughing fit and we would have remembered learning the word pupra. And this was, I'm not even kidding, like two years ago. And she's like, yes, we use, and I'm like, no, we don't. Um, turns out that it is the word for a color, a shade of purple, like a specific shade of purple. Whereas like most people would say like viola, she was like referring to a specific shade, but like, it just like, there's things that just happened in the French language and they're so geographically different. Like, and sometimes you're like, what is that? I didn't know what a pastic was for the longest time. I only learned what pastic was in the last like five years. It's a watermelon, which everybody I know calls a melon dough. So like you're dealing with a lot of that, which happens even more so like, cause in most other countries, like think of like English in Canada versus English in Britain. Like we have a bathroom, they have a loo. Loo is technically slang. Like it's a slang word. Whereas like if you went to an English person, you said, hey, in, in Britain, you're like, hey, where's your washroom or your bathroom? They would know what you're talking about, right? If you were to say a melon d'eau or a vie or, or like something to someone in France, they might give you something totally different because they don't use that word at all. So you have that working against you as well. So French is fun. French is a tricky language. And so it makes homeschooling in French a little bit more difficult as well. And so what do you do? Before we get into some curriculum options, I want to take a minute to talk about this week's sponsor, Chalkboard Teach. Teach is a Canadian subscription platform by Chalkboard Publishing, the company that we know and love. It has tons of online and printable worksheets, unit studies, and workbooks. Just like their commercially available workbooks, it's full of simple and engaging worksheets, online quizzes, and activities that meet curriculum standards across Canada. And many are available in French. From math word problems to science activities to social study units, it's an incredible resource for Canadian parents. Easily search for topics by grade, language, or subject, and then it's as simple as a click and download for worksheets and workbooks. Or choose from one of their many online lessons that include questions and quizzes. Teach has all the content ever published by Chalkboard Publishing and is available to you through a monthly or yearly subscription. If you're looking for a one-and-done resource for all your Canadian curriculum needs, then Chalkboard Teach might just be for you. Click the link below to start a free 14-day trial. Use the promo code A to Z for 55% off an annual membership. Thank you so much to Chalkboard Publishing and to Chalkboard Teach for sponsoring this week's video. I know some parents who desperately want to teach their entire child's life, their entire curriculum in French. And unless you are a fully French Canadian and French is your only language, in which case go for it. And B, if you're trying to do your full kids, your kids full or even a good chunk of their curriculum in French, um, you need to be prepared to pick and choose and possibly create a lot yourself. If you're willing to do that, it is possible to do your whole curriculum in French. What I see happen more commonly when it comes to French as a homeschooling is that it comes out as French as a second language, or they're specifically picking one or two like subjects and teaching those in French. So for example, math is a common one that people would be interested in teaching in French, or it'd be possible to teach in French because it's the same logic as English. Like one plus one is still un plus un, like it still ends up being the same, right? Um, or they'll pick a specific subject. Like I know some people who are like, oh, we're only going to do like science in French. 
And that makes it a little bit more doable instead of trying to do all of your subjects, um, kind of just picking and choosing certain subjects. Or what I see the most common is French is just taught as a second language entirely. It is its own subject set. That's kind of how we do it here. Um, again, I am not super French. My husband is more French than I am, but I, I'm not comfortable teaching and reading in high levels in French. And so we basically just focus on French as a second language and we focus mainly on like verbal communication. And so like Alexi speaks French. Zoe is not a huge French speaker. Zoe is a fun, Zoe's, Zoe's a little different. Zoe I think is a little, uh, she, she's got some things going on. But anyway, um, Zoe does not want to speak French and she's made that very, very clear. We try to encourage it and she does understand us. She just doesn't want to. And she's made that very clear. She wants to learn Spanish instead despite having French family members she wants to learn Spanish, but she does understand us anyway. Um, so we do try to integrate French. My husband speaks to them a lot in French. My mother-in-law speaks to them a lot in French. Um, they try to listen, watch French shows or shows in French. And so they do understand, but in terms of like reading and writing, Alexi is definitely like not a great three level because she is, like I would say more like a core French kind of kid. And that's fine. She will handle what she can handle for as long as she can handle it. So what what can we do? What kind of curriculums are out there? There are some great curriculums out there that are that exist. Like I know that um, the Complete Canadians curriculum, they have like a, or a, what's it called? French Smarts. That exists. That is definitely like a core French and it's grade four. So it's kind of a weird because in Ontario, if you're doing core French, you're only doing French from grade four and up. So depending on what the age of your kids are, that might be an option for you. There are some other programs. Ecoute uh, Palais, I think, is one. I think it's kind of pricey for what it is, but it does exist. It's like a listen and speak kind of program. What we use in our family is Duolingo. Duolingo from... Alexi's been doing it. She's almost, she's had almost a year. Yeah, she's had almost a year. I think she's like 314 days, 320 days, something ridiculous, 320 something days of in a row doing her Duolingo. And Duolingo is free. The kids version is free. And they have like a league where the kids can kind of like compete. And whenever they do lessons or practice, they get extra points. And then if they have enough points, they move up to different levels. It's, it's awesome. And I can say in the last, Alexa, like I said, she's been working on it for the last year. Her French has improved significantly. She's reading in French. She's writing. She's not writing, but she's reading French and she's, her French spoken is much, much better. It's fantastic. Um, and I do know like a lot of families use it. It is much more kid because it's Duolingo kids. It is much more kid friendly than say something like Rosetta Stone. Um, Rosetta Stone will probably take you farther in life, but Duolingo is definitely a great starter option for kids if you just kind of want to get them into the language. And you can pick multiple languages. If your kids are like, hey, I really want to learn this French and like Japanese, they can do that. Um, so yeah, Duolingo is like probably one of my favorite options in terms of French. It's just fantastic. I, I highly, highly recommend it. And like I said, it's free. 
and the lessons are like less than 10 minutes a day. So it's just like everything about it. It's incentivized. It's got this like fun lead. They're earning points. Like they just love it. Alexi absolutely loves it. The one downside I would say is that they do need to be able to read a little bit. So it's definitely not for like your four-year-old who's just learning their letters. It, they won't be able to do it. I would probably recommend it for like age six, maybe even seven and up um, in terms of being able to actually use it independently without having to have an adult read all the instructions to them. So that's the one downside. But once they, if they can read, they can do the program almost completely. I've never, I think I've helped Alexi three times and it was like a weird word. Like I think it was hadiko, which is like a bean versus here we use the word fave. Like it was a little, like a little bit like that, but I haven't, we haven't found too many like word differences for the most part, but I think like, that's the only one I can remember having to help her with. But otherwise, great, great program. Um, and then we often, on especially on Saturdays, my husband will, they'll pick a show and they'll watch it together. And he often picks a show that they put the like French dubbed version on. And so they will like watch a show together on Saturdays that is French. And cool fact, if you're using Netflix, you can actually slow it down. So slow the speech down to like half or whatever, which is awesome because often because French is so proper, they're using a lot of words and to match things, they're talking incredibly quick. And so you can actually slow down the speed, which is awesome. It's really, really helpful. So that's what they do. They do a lot of singing and they do a lot of talking. He reads some books and we do Duolingo. That's how we're doing French. That's what's working for us. But if you're looking for other options, Jump Math is available in French, which is probably the only French math program that I know of, but it does come all the way up to grade eight in French, which is if you're looking for a French program, it's there. Not the most entertaining program, but it is a solid program and it is in French. Chalkboard Publishing has tons of French programming uh, on their website. They have lots of resources, lots of units, lots of stuff like that in French that you can find. So that is also a great resource if you're looking for something like that. There are, like I said, there are other French programs out there. If you're wanting to do something more com complete than Duolingo, they're out there, um, but they're a little bit more, they're a little bit more finicky and they do require you as a parent to kind of have a pretty strong French working vocabulary and French knowledge. Um, but what I often recommend for most parents is Teachers Pay Teachers. It is a much more complete option for a lot of parents. And because it's written by teachers, there there's so much there that is actually great for, that can transfer really easily to the homeschooling community. And they're going to go through things like sounds. They're going to, you can find things like entire like language curriculums essentially or language programs where they're just going to be like the sound of the week or, you know, whatever. And it's also probably the best place to find things like history, geography, science in French as well. So those are kind of my recommendations. If you're looking for French, French is a tricky subject to teach in homeschooling. Like it's just, it's a tricky one. There's, there are options out there, but a lot of them do require you to be French or to have a pretty strong knowledge. 
But like I said, if you are willing, if you are very, very French and you want to teach in French, it is very possible. You will just probably have to do a lot more work yourself to create those resources. And if you do, you should sell them. Um, anyway, but yeah, so that's kind of my two cents on French. I hope that is helpful and helps you understand why French is so hard to learn and to teach as a homeschooler. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want more information and inspiration about homeschooling, make sure you are subscribed to the Raising A to Z homeschool podcast. And feel free to also follow me along on some of my social media platforms, such as Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Raising A to Z. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to talk with you guys next week.